You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to another episode of Restore the Floor, your wonderful favorite podcast about your favorite basketball team, the Detroit Pistons, and some other NBA stuff going on. Uh, Evan Jenkins on assignment in Mexico. And no, the Pistons are not playing a game in Mexico. Uh, They actually are just coming back from playing a game in Paris, in France, where they lost to the Chicago Bulls. So thus far this season, the Pistons have lost games in three different countries. The United States, Canada, and France. And that pretty much sums up the Pistons' season this season, uh, this year. Yes, uh, six out of seven they've lost right now. They're twelve and thirty-six. They are have the second worst record in the NBA, just ahead of the Houston Rockets, who they play coming up. I believe it's January the twenty-eighth. Now, after you know they get their sea legs back, the jet lag. Back from Paris, which they did. It was a cool, a cool event. You know, even the things that the Pistons social media team did where you saw the team picture in front of the Eiffel Tower. I mean, hell, Hooper was even there. And the game itself just looked like a really big-time environment. The game was sold out. You know, Rip Hamilton, Ben Wallace was there. Actually, Magic Johnson was there. And, of course, hopeful, hopefully a guy who will be on the Pistons next year, Victor Webanyama. He was there. Don't know if we're going to have that good lottery luck. But anyway, so it was a great scene. Unfortunately, the Pistons did not play that well. Like I've said, they've now lost six out of seven. The Milwaukee Bucks come to the Little Caesars Arena on Monday evening. So now that the Pistons have played, you know, what, 48 games at 12 and 36, if my math is correct, uh, we didn't do this earlier, but, you know, we're approaching the All-Star break in a couple weeks. I think it's time. Like, all the papers have done this. You know, the Free Press, the News, I'm sure the Athletic, Oakland Press, and a lot of the really good Piston uh, websites, Piston Powered, and some of the others as well, have done their grades, their midterm grades. We're a little past the midterm, but what the heck? Let's give our grades. And... There's only two people who I have given a letter A to, uh, and one is an A-. minus. I think uh, Bowen Bogdanovich deserves an A, not only just because he's the leading scorer at 21.3 points per game. He shoots 48% from the field. He shoots 41% from three-point range. He's been terrific all season long. Now, is he a great defender? No. Uh, maybe that's why he doesn't get an A+. plus. But game in, game out, he delivers, usually from the outside, but he can take it to the hole, and he's a really good leader in that locker room. And, you know, when they got him, eh, he's a good player. I didn't think he was this good, uh, and he's been terrific. The other person who I'm giving an A to, an A-, minus, and that's somebody that uh, doesn't start most of the game, that's Jalen Duran. He has just been uh, I think he's been great, you know, except the fact that he doesn't know where his passport was. But that said, uh, he's averaging 7.8 points a game, 8.6 rebounds, and he's shooting 64%. Now, I might give him an A 
if he could shoot free throws, but he's around 30%, I believe, at free throws, maybe even a little better than that. Uh, I have to check on that. But he's been really, really good, high energy, runs the floor really well, Started to develop some, you know, moves down by the basket. And I don't expect him to, you know, develop an outside shot. But he is somebody who's been really good uh, in the future. So I'm going to give Jalen Duran an A-. minus. Now we get to the people who have gotten some sort of B from Professor Stoney here. Uh, uh, first B is a guy whose last name begins with a B. And that would be Alec Burks. Uh, unfortunately, he was hurt early in the season, but he's been a godsend coming off that bench, averaging 13.5 points a game, 44% from three. Uh, when he's hot, he can – it's like instant three. He's great, and he's really – you know, he's really going to improve his value by uh, moving him at the trade deadline. They might be able to get a – you know, a lottery protected or a late first round pick for him for a team that needs a really good player coming off the bench. I'm also going to give uh, Jordan, excuse me, Jaden Ivey a B as well. Look, there have been times where he turns the ball over way too much, where he's out of control. You know, he does turn the ball over close to three point three times a game, 2.8. Uh, and his shooting percentage is not great in 41%, but he is averaging 15 points a game. He is exciting to watch. Teams definitely have to worry about him and his the dynamics of his game. For a rookie, I think he's been really good. Is he rookie of the year? No. Have there been other rookies even you know drafted before him or after him, like uh, Matherin and in Indiana have been better? Yeah, but I think Jay Nivey's been pretty good, and that's why we give him a B. Uh, I'm giving uh, Isaiah Stewart a B as well. He's just a solid, solid guy. You know, 11 points. Eight rebounds, shooting close to 45%. And yes, he has developed a three-point shot. And he takes it, you know, he doesn't force them that many times, but it's something that the other team has to worry about. So, and he's, you know, a tough SOB that he's been, even in his first couple years in the league. Isaiah Stewart is a guy you want to have on your team. Now, is he a star? No. Is he somebody who, on a really good team, comes off the bench? Yeah. But on this team... He fits, his, he fits the need as well. Uh, also giving a B type of a grade, um, I'm giving a B- minus to uh, Diallo. And that might be a little high for most, but especially lately, the last you know 10 games, he's really been high energy coming off the bench, averaging 80 game, shooting 57% from the field. He sometimes is a little out of control. Maybe B- minus is a little high from uh, the professor here. I love the way he plays, love his energy, and I think you need solid people coming off the bench. Uh, at a B-, minus, and this may be even too high as well because he's been disappointing to a certain extent, but he is their, I believe, second-leading scorer or third-leading scorer, and that is Sadiq Bey. Sadiq Bey is averaging 14.3 uh, points a game. Um, he's only shooting 33% from three. He is really good at, you know, getting the ball in, in down low through the paint. He's gotten better at that. Uh, like I said, his shooting percentage is not what it is good. He's been wildly inconsistent, but lately he's picked up his game. I'm going to give him a reluctant B-. minus. If I would maybe a C-plus, you could say there. Uh, so we're going to give Sadiq Bey a B-, minus, and that might, like I said, that might be uh, 
good. Now, Isaiah Livers, he's only played 26 games, hasn't done much. I mean, he plays decent defense. He's had he's very inconsistent. I'm going to give him a C. Just an average player is, is what he is. Now, I'm going to give this guy uh, also a C, and he doesn't play that much, and that's Kenny Knox. But it's, at times, he's been really, really good. Uh, Knox is a pretty good player, and uh, he's only played, what, 17 games, something like that. So uh, we'll get, we'll, we'll, no, actually, he's played more than that, but we'll give Knox a C. C plus, I'm giving Killian Hayes. He's really up, up, he's stepped up his game a lot. He's gotten more confidence. No, look, he was horrible when he went home to Paris uh, and played the Bulls the other day. Really, really bad. Uh, he still turns the ball over a little too much, averaging close to 10 points a game, close to six assists, shooting percentage still not what it should be. Uh, is he disappointing from where he was drafted? Yeah, a little bit. But I believe that he has been better this year, and I think that shows something where he, on even on a good team, He's a guy who can come off the bench, and I think that's, you know, what they'll have for him in the future next year, you know, once Kate Cunningham does come back. Um, C minus. I'm giving that grade to Marvin Bagley the third. Now you can say, wait, he's averaging 10 points a game. Um, rebounds the ball okay. Shooting 53% from the field. Why are you giving him a C minus? Because I think a lot of his baskets are, are, are garbage time. You know, not late in the games, but just he just hasn't made the presence. And maybe I'm going too much about the, the the contract that he signed and the fact that he's not available. He's hurt. He's out for a while. He was hurt earlier in the season as well. I just think he's been disappointing to me. So I'm giving him a C minus grade. Uh, the other person who I'm also giving a C to is is Corey Joseph because all he is is just average. He's just a guy. He's just there. So no D's on this team, which you say might be surprising considering they've only, you know, won 12 games. Because offensively, they've been pretty good. It's their defense that's been really bad. Now, we do have some incompletes. Rodney Magruder, you know, good guy in the room. Nerland's Noel, played a little bit more lately. Does what he's supposed to do, protect the rim. So you might want to say you're disappointed that he hasn't played that much but is that on him or is, is that on the coaching staff for not getting him involved? You want to have more of the younger players in there. But with the injuries that Bagley, Stewart was out for, uh, Durham was out for a little bit. Noel came in, doesn't do much offensively, does rebound. So he gets an incomplete as well. And so does Cade Cunningham uh, because Cade Cunningham's only played 12 games. Uh, now, in those 12 games, especially right before he got hurt, he was playing really well. Uh, averages, you know, close to 20 points a game. But I'm still going to give him the incomplete score uh, of the grade because he hasn't 12 games. That's not enough for me to give it a, a fair evaluation. Uh, he started off slow, but he really started coming on, and then the injury, and I think this is the best thing for him to have that surgery. So finally, um, we have to talk about the coach a little bit. And what grade would you give a coach of a team who's 12 and 36? And you might sit there and say, well, I'm looking at all your grades, and most of them are either average or above. So obviously he's done a good job. I'm giving I'm giving Dwayne Casey a D minus. They're horrible as a team, and that's on him. The defense, and I know they're young. I get all that stuff, uh, and that's why I still watch them because they're fun. But if you can't play defense in this league, you're not going to win, and that's on the coach. Now a lot of times the coaches can stress defense, 
And I know Dwayne Casey does. He talks about it all the time. And I know they're a young team, and they don't grasp the defensive concepts. But that's on the communication with the coach. And he's had some of these guys, you know, Killian Hayes, Isaiah Stewart, Sadiq Bey. They've been there three years, and it's not translating into really good defense. So to me, if you're not a really good team, hustle, play in-your-face defense. That's the way you can steal some victories. They haven't been able to do that. So that's why he gets a D-minus. Uh, I'm not going to give any grades to anybody else in the front office, uh, Troy Weaver, because I, th- I think he's done a really good job. Jury's still out on you know some of the players, obviously, because they're still young. Uh, it's still a work in progress as they try to restore this organization. Uh, we'll have another episode of Restore the Floor next week. We thank everybody for listening. Enjoy. Thanks for joining us. Restore the Floor, your Detroit Pistons podcast.